but I was, I think I was telling someone like he kind of really like screwed up in like taking a long break for family. Like, ugh, who gives a fuck? Just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. Just kidding. His wife literally had a baby. Congrats. Anyway. Um, guess what? What? Chicken butt. I'm drinking lemon tea tonight. Lemon? Mm-hmm. No green tea. Lemon. Fruity. Wouldn't it be interesting if like the juice that came from fruits were, were the color of the fruit? I mean, I guess sometimes it happens, but imagine if lemon juice was like yellow. That's true. I mean, lemonade is yellow, but is that because I of guess. the... Is that because of the the sugar? I don't know. I don't know. I was just looking into my tea and it's like, I don't <laughs> want to just, you were just I gazing sh- into your I don't want to show you because I don't want it to spill, but it's, oh, you're not going to see. I don't know why I'm like angling my head. Like, <laughs> that's gonna help. Anyway, it's like a dark, it's not yellow. That's for sure. So, <laughs> But would you also like, do you really want to drink like a yellow liquid? Maybe it'd be a little fun. P is yellow. Yeah, I know that. Only if you're dehydrated. <laughs> Oh, that's true. <laughs> Most of my pee is just clear because I drink so much damn water. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Congrats. <laughs> uh, we just talked about your first couple days at your new job offline, yeah. but do you have any other check-ins? Mm. <gasps> what? Wait, what? I I just said I did that like mm, sound and a little pop-up on Zoom came up and it was like, are you playing music? <laughs> <laughs> them pipes he said she's got pipes oh my god set up professional audio bye um i don't think so honestly i'm trying to think of like what's been going on in my life since a week ago nothing really my we had a birthday party for my dad on saturday oh yeah it was, very, it was really fun it went really well he had a really good time and that's all i wanted so yeah he sounded happy he was very happy and appreciative that's so sweet yeah love that I don't know if I have any check-ins either I not much has happened over the past week for me I almost I was so tempted to like pull what you did a couple weeks ago and kind of do like a stealth double media moment and talk about (laughs) something in my check-in because I just I just watched a film like before dinner time so right before this podcast oh I mean you can if you want Give it a little shout. I'll talk about it briefly. So I watched this film called Assassination Assassination Nation. Difficult to say. Wait, is that on Netflix? No, I rented it. Oh, (laughs) because it's been like it might be. It's been on my radar for a little bit, and I just was in the mood to watch it, so I rented it for like four dollars. But anyway, the reason why it's been on my radar is it's because it was Sam Levinson's project right before he directed Euphoria. And I love Euphoria, obviously. Right, right. So I wanted to check it out and I watched it and it's very interesting. It's it's very, have you heard of it? I so have not. It's like a lot of things. It's kind of like a modern retelling of the Salem Witch Trials. It's like the Trump era movie. It's basically like about four girls that live in this town and, you know, they're the typical teenagers of today, like social media, texting, sexting all those sorts of things well this hacker starts terrorizing the town and slowly leaking out people's like images and basically dirty laundry and secrets and all that and it basically over time turns the town into like a chaotic mess like people are like pulling out guns and threatening people and kidding like it gets batshit crazy oh my god i I kind of yeah i kind of loved how it devolved like in like it's uh, okay, slight spoiler. It does this in the first like 30 seconds. There's literally a trigger warning at the beginning of the movie. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's played for laughs, but they go through like the list. They're like, there is attempted rape, there's sexism, there's all, yeah. And they show little clips of those things at the beginning of the movie. It's it's kind of, it's cheeky, but like very stylish. I don't know. Hard to explain, but I love things that are hard to describe. It's called Assassination Nation. Yeah, it's not the best title, I don't think, but I did enjoy it. It was very interesting and very high energy. Definitely has Euphoria vibes. Euphoria is like tighter in terms of its storytelling, but yeah. 
Well, this girl looks like my friend Haley. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's Abra. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so recommend. It's not an easy watch. It's, it, it oh. kind of, it will give you like a good headache. Oh. <laughs> like if you're really into it, you'll be like, oh, wait, this is hitting a little close to home. Wait, what movie did I throw up after? Waves. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Uncut Gems, but then I was like, no, that doesn't oh. sound right. Oh, yeah, no. Fun um, fact, people listening, Ely threw up after we saw okay. Waves. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a great movie. It wasn't in relation to the movie. It was just because I... Coincidental. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's my check-in, I suppose. Nice. Yeah, but we have a lot to talk about. Oh my gosh, y'all. We have a lot to unpack. So the world like, is a mess. Yeah, so we just need to get into it. Um, I'll begin with news. First of all, the big news story of the week that everyone's probably expecting us to talk about, we're going to talk about it in the music section. So if you're wondering where it is, that's where it's going to be. Anyway. I thought you were saying that to introduce this first thing, and I was like, it's really that big? <laughs> no, 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 no. But the second biggest piece of news, I suppose, for the week is that that damn infrastructure bill finally passed the House. Woo! I mean, is it a woo? Because they like pare that know. thing down so much. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's still a big deal because it's like $1.2 trillion, but it took so fucking long because yeah. people can't reach compromises and Biden doesn't have a spine. Literally so, a snail. A good thing, I suppose, because our country's infrastructure is crumbling, literally <laughs> in some parts. Uh but yeah, woohoo, that finally passed. Another piece of news a week ago. So basically, while we were recording last week, the election results for mainly Virginia, that was like the big thing, and New Jersey were coming in. So we awoke on Wednesday morning to find out that Yunkin, the Republican candidate for governor in Virginia, won. Disappointing. Yeah. Uh, there's been all these think pieces about like, oh, Democrats should be worried next year for the midterms, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, I think there's a little bit of sensationalizing going on. It's one race. Yeah, I was going to say, it really, it wasn't that big of an election day as far as like nationwide, I feel like, right? Yeah, I I think people are freaking out just because Virginia, I think the the governor's been Democratic for over a decade. So I think that's why people were like, oh my God. Is Virginia swing considered a swing state? I guess technically, because the thing with Virginia, it's similar to like Pennsylvania, where Pennsylvania has two big population hubs, and yeah. Virginia has also two big population hubs, like Richmond and then the Alexandria region on the other yeah. side of the river from DC. So those are blue, but the rest of Virginia is like country. So it's, yeah, I was going to say that's kind of how Wisconsin is. Like we'll have a Republican governor for a long time and then people will get sick of Republicans. Then they'll vote Democrat. And it's really, I've learned because the like farmers have no political allegiance. So they'll just vote for whoever they want. And that's like mm-hmm. really what swings the state. Yeah. It's frustrating, but I, I don't think, I don't think we should take it as like a death knell for next year. I think that's a little hyperbolic, but the news is just hyperbolic these days for the most part. So true. Sometimes I worry I sound like a conservative because I'm like, Biden doesn't have a spine. The news is really hyperbolic. But I think I think here's the issue that I have with like typical. Well, this is I hear what you're saying. I think we need to just like normalize criticizing our politicians like we're yes. they're still people and it's like obviously they're not perfect so like we should be we should feel comfortable criticizing them and that's honestly kind of like a weird thing about republicans and conservatives is that like their politicians are like gods to them and it's like you can Mm -hmm. say that they're doing something wrong like it's okay yeah i also think a lot of progressives kind of had the same awakening where for four to five years of our lives we were so preoccupied with getting trump out and like fighting trump And then when Trump was finally out of office and Biden was in office after maybe like, mm, I don't know, a week of like, oh, yes, everything's good again. Just that realization of like, oh, Trump isn't Trump wasn't it. You know, Trump wasn't all there is. Right. I think also as kids, I think this is another like weird culty thing about America is that we're like really taught to like respect our politicians in a way that they're supposed to be perfect simply because of the like roles that they have and it's like 
as you get older, you're like, oh no, these people work for me. I they can should. Tell them. They, they work should for corporations, but yeah. Right, right. So it's just like America's weird. Yes. Anyway, speaking of weird American things, another thing that uh, was unfortunate during voting day last week was Minneapolis. Obviously, the city in which George Floyd was infamously murdered last year, uh, there was a ballot question on the Minneapolis ballot about whether or not the Minneapolis Police Department should be replaced with a public health oriented Department of Public Safety. I believe I brought this up a few weeks ago when it was introduced saying, oh, like, we'll see what happens. This is maybe a good thing. Not a good thing because 56% of voters rejected that ballot question. So it's not gonna be happening. Well, I feel like that's kind of a risky move. I think, well, here's the problem. I think we're kind of at a place with certain issues where like we need radical change. But like you have to admit the general population is not as like susceptible to radical change. So like I think maybe putting the word like asking people like, oh, do you want all police replaced by public health officials? Like that freaks them out. And they're like, oh, even if I think even to people who aren't like strictly conservative maybe not necessarily like super progressive people, but people who still are like not trying to be conservative are not fully there with the whole like abolish the police. Like it's really going to be a marathon and not a sprint because we're just not a country for radical change. Yeah, that's true. But also our voting system, like our government, they put the onus on the people in terms of education. So of course it would be lovely if like right there on the ballot, they were like, oh, here's some background. Like, here's what this would look like, but they don't do that. It's just the question. And like you no. said, it can be an intimidating yeah. question for some people. Right. Like we're uneducated. Right. It's frustrating. Anyway, another frustrating thing and a thing pertaining to the killing of innocent black people. Uh so the Ahmad Arbery trial is going on right now. Um, for people who don't remember, Ahmaud Aubrey was a jogger in, what was the state? In Georgia. Uh, he was jogging and was shot twice in the chest with a shotgun, 25 years old. Anyway, the trial of his killers is happening right now. And one of the killers, dad, Gregory McMichael, this is what this motherfucker said. This is when he was giving testimony. To be perfectly honest with you, if I could have shot at the guy, I would have shot him myself. He was that violently, and then they were interrupted again. Oh, my bad. This wasn't testimony. This was, he was on stand for testimony, and this is audio from the police body cam. So this was immediately after Ahmaud Arbery was shot and killed, like 20 feet from his body. The dad was saying, oh, I would have shot him too, that asshole. What the fuck? Yeah, so I don't, like the gall of some people to say this, literally like immediately what after his son murdered an innocent man why do we have such disregard for human life to the point where we're just like yeah i'll kill someone like what i don't even know what i just, the I just heck? felt the need to the need to call that motherfucker out i saw Ew. that story today and i was like fucked fucking oh guy. my god literally oh that's so nasty yeah Okay, wrapping up the news with a with a little bit more of lighter fare. Did you hear that Big Bird got vaccinated? I did. So proud Again. of him. So Big Bird <laughs> tweeted out, my wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. <laughs> he has a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh so anyway, God. of course, some conservatives had things to say about it. Of course. <laughs> Ted Cruz decried the tweet as government propaganda. Are you realized. kidding? <laughs> yeah. He's like the king of propaganda. I know. I know. Fox <laughs> News contributor Lisa Booth accused the Muppet of brainwashing children. Is Big Bird a Muppet? He's on Sesame Street. That's not I mean, a like, I think like the the term Muppet. And then like the actual branded Muppets are two different things. So like physically, yes, he's, I think he's technically a, a Muppet, but he's not a part of the, the group 
the Muppets. <laughs> Interesting. I will have to do some research on that later. I need to call out one more comment that some other bitch made. Uh, so Laverne Spicer, congressional candidate in Florida, wrote, Big Bird and Elmo are at least a step up from Dr. Fauci, but using them to push the drug is just as reprehensible nonetheless. Why are people getting so pressed over literally a, a, mup, a puppet, a talking <laughs> bird that has sticks on his arms to help him move? <laughs> I mean, we love Big Bird. We do love Big Bird. Let's we love hashtag, that he's hashtag humanize Sesame Street characters, <laughs> but also like why are literal government officials <laughs> spending time like getting so upset when like their people are like literally dying? There's people Priorities. that are dying, Kim. Yep, crazy. Anyway. Oh God. This world, I swear yeah. we're living in a simulation. There's no way yep. this shit is real. There is no fucking way. I don't know. That's the end of news. I'm tired of talking about news. <laughs> I'm tired. Well, luckily we can ease into the transition when it comes to the um, somber music updates because I have some positive things before we talk about Astro World. Okay. So one of those being that Missy Elliott officially has a star on the Walk of Fame. If you're worth it, let me work it. I forgot a line. I'm sorry. But... Loved that. Thank you. Um, oh, so yeah. I sung again. This like the I know the whole time sung. I was like, yes. yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, congrats, Missy Elliott. You are an icon. You have really shaped um, music. <laughs> but also, I think it's just funny when they're like, oh my God, so-and-so was honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They, no, they, they pay for they, it. They pay for those, yeah. <laughs> like what? Okay. <laughs> anyway, wait, really quick. That's why it's funny to me, like at the beginning of the year when they'll be like, oh my God, here's the list of people that are getting stars on the Hollywood Walk. I'm like, oh, okay. Who's finally rich enough to like indulge yeah. in like the most narcissistic thing you could possibly do. But also apparently it's like a really long process. Like it can take years. Yeah. I think I looked it up one time and it's like a really intense application. Yeah. And you have to be nominated or some shit. I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, congrats, Missy Elliott. Um, we love you. And then I don't remember if we talked about like if it was in the context of the podcast or something, but I've been struggling with Ed Sheeran because I know you don't like Ed Sheeran, but I actually like Ed Sheeran. I think he's like a very, I don't like, well, yeah, I would say I'm a fan. Like, I think he's a, just a brilliant songwriter um, and not even just in his own music, but like, if you really like look into all the music he's actually written for other people, he is really good, like very talented, really knows his stuff, obviously. <laughs> Um, but just had to add that his album, which is like said as equals, but it's like the equals sign because all of his albums are like numerical symbols because he, a long time ago said that like, people will always know that that's his album at the store. Oh, I thought it's because he really liked math. <laughs> just kidding. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, his album that it came out um, like two weeks ago, it just debuted at number one this week. So congrats. Um, but I was, I think I was telling someone like he kind of really like screwed up in like taking a long break for family. Like, ugh, who gives a fuck? Just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just kidding. His wife literally had a baby. Congrats. Anyway. Um, he took a break and it worked for him the first time, but I feel like the second time he just like, didn't really come back with enough momentum, at least in America. I'm assuming that a lot of these, like a lot of this popularity is coming from like UK listeners. Cause he's been like doing really well at the top of like UK charts, but like global and American charts, it's just like not the same. So yeah, I don't really know how I feel as someone who is, who, who feels like they're a fan of Ed Sheeran. I really don't know how to feel about this, his comeback. It really was not strong enough for me. It's always It'll when people start falling in love. It's always when they start being happy and like love life that their music just. 
So <clears throat> I don't know. We'll Lord. see what happens with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Still salty about solar power. <laughs> okay. Um, now we can get into it. Y'all already know what happened. Was it over the weekend? It was Friday night. Oh my God. Over the weekend, Travis Scott had a little concert known as Astro World Music Festival. Was supposed to be a really big deal, but turns out it was too big of a deal in a bad sense that eight people died and several people are still in the hospital. I also found out that the youngest person of the group of people that died was 14. And then there's a nine-year-old in the hospital in a coma from injuries that they acquired during the concert. Basically, I think it's pretty much like the consensus was that like everybody that's been injured or has died was from like asphyxiation due to like crowd surging and crowd rushing and moshing, Mm -hmm. I guess is another term. Yeah. Yeah. And I did watch an interesting video that like talked about just like uh, an example of the like so a similar situation happened in, in like a, sta- a soccer stadium in England and 97 oh, yeah. people died. Yeah. I didn't I know about, about that, that but I watched a video about like how that can happen. And it sounds like actually really horrible. And now that I look at it, I'm like, T- Travis Scott needs to be doing a lot more to like make amends for this because that is an incredibly traumatizing thing. And that's honestly like a really awful way to die. So this yeah. is really difficult to like to see so much in the news and big people talking about it on the internet. I think it's just absolutely unreal. And then a lot of people have been roasting him too for his video that he made because this is what like some men do all the time. Like when they are dodging accountability, they'll do like the um, y'all can't see me. But if you know about his video, you know what I'm talking about. They'll do like, they hold the phone down here and then they're like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Uh, like that type of shit. Acting like it's it's like off the cuff. Yes, situation. like that's yeah. literally what he did. And it was just kind of like, can you just like take this seriously for like two seconds and just yeah. like be in front of the camera and be like, oh my gosh, like be genuine, be sincere. And then also lots of videos have been resurfacing of other artists who have noticed like people falling or people getting like stuck or people like getting injured or like telling fans to back up. Like the most impactful one for me was seeing like a clip from a Niall Horan concert in 2018 when people started rushing the stage and he was like, stop the concert. And he was like, you guys, like there's all this room back here. And then he said, and I quote, your safety is my responsibility. So everybody back up. He literally said that. And it was just like, wow, it's that easy. Yeah. Let's get into some of the nitty gritty of this. So I've seen like a lot of videos from the scene, I guess you could say, because my TikTok page was just flooded with them like all of Saturday. And there's some pretty damning stuff. Like, first of all, there's that, I don't want to call it famous, but there's a really popular video of this young man and woman who ran up to like obviously at these concerts sometimes there's cameras filming and they go up on the screen so they climbed up on one of the camera stands and were like screaming at the cameraman at this point someone had already died so they were like a person is dead like stop the concert and the cameraman I guess didn't care or couldn't or wasn't doing anything and yeah, of course there's like shooing them away almost yeah then there's videos because at one point an ambulance was trying to get through the crowd so there's videos of that. Uh, Kylie Jenner, of course, she was there. She, on her Instagram story, it was a video of like the crowd and the ambulance was in that shot and she didn't even acknowledge it or seem to care. But of course, the worst part of all of this, and this is what like pisses me off. It makes me so angry. Like Travis Scott is accountable and he's been arrested for this before. And this right. is like, like, it's not like this worse. was like a random incident and he was like, whoa, holy shit. What are you guys doing? Like he's literally been arrested yeah. for inciting violence, inciting riots at his concerts, like telling people to knock over security, to knock down walls. Like this is a regular occurrence. Yeah. And let's be clear. If he was arrested for that and no one was killed, he should a hundred percent be arrested. Right. Like, I'm, I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. And 
yeah, just the fact that re- regardless of whether or not he thinks he knew what was going on, uh, again, I'm willing to give him the slightest shred of benefit of the doubt and say that maybe when he's up on stage, he didn't know that people were literally dead. But when you see an ambulance trying to come through the crowd and at some point someone came out and said something in his ear, which I'm assuming was something along the lines of like, yo, people are injured or killed. He should have stopped the concert. And the fact right. that he, he not only continued the concert, he brought Drake out, which he knew was going to like bolster people even more. And he literally said like, y'all, I want you to rage. I want you to ra-. like, you are so accountable. It makes my head spin. And just because you, I, I think it was announced today, he's covering the funeral costs and he's refunding everyone's tickets. Just because you do that, that doesn't not relieve enough. you of accountability. Like you, you cause people's deaths. Right. I really believe that. No, 100%. I agree. It's very disheartening. I don't even know like what to yeah. say. And I just feel bad. I feel bad for like the security personnel. Apparently security personnel were just leaving because they were like, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing this today. So they were just leaving because in part his- of the problem was like uh, there were more people there than should have been because people were just breaking down the gates to get yeah, in. Yeah, people literally will bust down. And that's happened before too. Like in his documentary, there's, on which is on Netflix, there's like tons of clips of like security, like praying before they let people in, like security locking arms to try and not get like Jesus. knocked over by all of the people. It's absolutely insane. And also like, why are people behaving like that? All of his music I know. is literally auto-tuned. Like, I, yeah. Really all that. I like, don't understand. The level of that obsession is, is it's, I don't want to be hyperbolic and say dystopian, but for real, like some of those videos, when you're seeing people like crush each other and they still have their phones out trying to record, it's like everyone there is taking the same video, you guys. Right. I, it's, it's, I'm of it's, course I'm not blaming the fans, but no. it's crazy. Well, I think in general, I mean, again, like the disregard of human life, like these are people's brothers, sisters, kids, like sons, daughters, like these yeah. are human beings and they were killed and it was like their deaths were fully preventable, which is awful. Um, this is like a little bit of a conspiracy theory, so I don't want to get like super into it, but a lot of people think that he was like fully aware of people dying and that he's like a, you know, how people like sacrifice other people's yeah, lives. I've, I've heard this and it's, I think it's a little much. <laughs> I'm not I've a seen spiritual person. Like, yeah. It's people just are like, very... it felt very demonic. There were flames. There was like, a, I'm like, okay. I mean, I don't doubt this. that that experience of like being there while there's like you you're fully aware of like the deaths that have happened where you are and then on Mm -hmm. top of that there's like this weird imagery on the stage like feeling demonic do I think that that's like fully a demonic sacrifice I think that's pushing it a little bit (laughs) yeah but honestly if he came out and was like yeah I sacrificed eight lives for the devil I'd be like oh okay Uh, (laughs) allegedly right I'd be like oh (laughs) oh, okay like sure it aligns (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So yeah, just a very weird weekend. A lot of people are also talking about like, oh, how is Chris Jenner going to spin this? And like, oh, why haven't the other Kardashians said anything? I think also we need to like really put the blame where it belongs. Like this is not an issue for Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kendall. I mean, if Chris wants to get involved, sure. I think because Kylie was present and that's her man and her baby daddy, like sure. She's a little bit more accountable than the other ones, but I think like some people are like pulling the focus a little too far. Yeah, no, I, he's definitely the one to be held accountable. So we'll see what happens in the coming days. Anyway. Yikes. Well, that was all I had for music because I knew we were going to spend a decent amount of time talking about this. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get into entertainment news. I only have a couple stories. The first one is very interesting to me, however. So... Black Panther Wakanda Forever, aka Black Panther 2, is currently filming. And Letitia Wright, who, as we all know, Chadwick Boseman tragically passed before filming began, and they've had to rewrite this movie. And apparently now there's going to be a funeral for T'Challa. And basically Letitia Wright is the star now because just like in the comics, coincidentally, the mantle is passed to Shuri. So she's going to take on the mantle. So I'm assuming she's the star of this movie. Anyway, she received an injury on set back in August. She received 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She she I don't know why. I don't know if that's right or wrong. That just sounded fun. Like they gave her an injury. They were like, here you go. Somebody okay. was like, <laughs> okay. She was injured there. She was injured on set back in August. So a couple months ago, but just now they're shutting down production because apparently whatever injury it was, they didn't specify. It's now affecting her to the point where they can't shoot. So shoot, shooting is halting in like a week. Apparently they can still shoot some stuff without her, but then they're not going to be able to resume until quote unquote early 2022. This movie's supposed to come out in November, real? 2022. And of course oh there's visual God. effects. So I know Marvel's already in like hot water in terms of like release dates and whatnot, but here's the real tea I heard on this movie. The tea I've heard on this movie, specifically in regards to Letitia Wright. Now we all know, She's problematic. We know, we know. With, yeah, it's oh. a little, it's, I feel bad for, I feel so bad for this movie because they already, they already had to deal with <laughs> uh, Chadwick's death and now they have Letitia Wright going around set Everyone telling people not to get vaccinated. Oh my God, I can't. Yeah, well, apparently the tea is, is that she approached Ryan Coogler and the producers and said, after this movie, I want out. So apparently mm-hmm. she it's interesting because they wrote they rewrote this whole movie to be like okay sure he's gonna take on the mantle and now Letitia's right is like I want out and I'm a crazy anti-vaxxer person at this point they should just recast her like honestly well the tea would be that mad the tea I heard is that now the movie's gonna be like okay she takes on the mantle and feels like she can't do it so then by the end of the movie the mantle will be like firmly placed onto another person which people think might be M'Baku Maybe someone who oh already God. exists. Blow them back out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, that's the tea with Black Panther too. Wait, interesting also, isn't Riri Riri Williams supposed to be in this movie? Oh, was that uh, Ironheart? Yes. Oh, I didn't hear about that. All I know is that Michaela Cole is in this movie, and I'm very excited about that. Let me Google it. I thought she was, she was supposed to have her own show. She is, but I think they're introducing her character. Oh, I mean, that, that would make sense, I suppose. All Black people do know each other. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant like, she's like a scientist. It might make sense for her and Shuri to like be friends. I don't know. Uh, um, anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, if you like Google search it, it looks like it's a thing. I don't know. Okay. I guess we'll have to wait until the movie comes out. <laughs> okay. Speaking of waiting, my next story. So the next Star Wars film was supposed to be Rogue Squadron, directed by Patty Jenkins. It was supposed to come out in 2023. And I'm a little annoyed. Well, one, I'm annoyed that Patty Jenkins was chosen as the director of the next Star Wars movie because I don't know if you saw Wonder Woman 1984, but that was trash. <laughs> Trash. I, didn't, I didn't watch it because the first one was mm. trash the first one was not great the second one was trash so i have little faith in her abilities and she better not mess with my star wars but anyway she already messed with it because apparently due to scheduling conflicts they can't begin to even shoot the movie until like a year from now oh my what is going on i'm like disney get it what together else? i'm confused it's like I feel like when you hire a director for a project, you're like, okay, when can you shoot? And then you right, lock like, them down. Are you free? And then yeah. they'll say, yeah. And then they do the thing. I don't know how this happens, especially since maybe you would she think, lied. I, I don't, I don't know the motivation. Cause you would think that the paycheck she's getting is substantial. So you would think that'd be her top priority. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Maybe know, she's so. on for a Marvel movie in their conflict. I don't, I don't, I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed. <laughs> Anyway, um, moving on. I'm not annoyed about this, but I also don't really have an opinion. So I'm curious to hear yours. So we Mm. finally have our stars for the Wicked movie that's been long in development for years and years. Okay, wait, can I say really, really quick? A few months ago, I got a Facebook memory of them announcing that they were making that movie and they said it was supposed to come out of the summer of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, no, this probably ain't coming out until like 2023, but we have our stars. So Ariana Grande will be playing Glinda, the good witch, and Cynthia Erivo is Elphaba. I don't really have an opinion because I don't have an opinion on musicals or Broadway, but I like both of them. So sure. Yeah, I think this is honestly a great 
a great pairing. And I think a lot of people have the most grief over Ariana getting casted, cast, ignore that. Um, <laughs> but I, like a while ago, I used to like follow Ariana Grande on Instagram. And I know that like every year her and um, oh, the girl that played Jade on Victorious. Oh, I don't know. Well, I never watched you know, that show. I know Victoria okay. Justice is, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know her name, but they have like a day where they just like get together and sing musical theater. And sometimes they record it and like put it online. Sometimes they don't, whatever. But like, I know that Ariana Grande loves Wicked and is like a huge musical theater person, even though that's not like her brand. But like, I know that like in the past, she's like shown that. So I think she's going to be really good. And I know that she like definitely knows her stuff. She's one of the like few pop artists that like truly, truly has fantastic vocals. So yeah, I'm excited. It's interesting. Again, I don't know much about Wicked, but Cynthia Revo is significantly older than Ariana Grande. Well, that's true. That's a good point, actually. And I, I thought Glinda was supposed to be like they're supposed like to be like the same age, guardian. basically. Oh, really? They like like most of the musical takes place with them like being college roommates. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really don't know anything about Wicked. <laughs> yeah. Um... Anyway, so that's the story. <laughs> My last story for entertainment. So there's been rumors and announcements for a while about Netflix getting into the gaming space. Oh, they've had yeah. licensed games, like they've licensed games out before, but in terms of actual game streaming, they've been wanting to have a piece of this pie because that generates a lot of revenue. So they kind of sort of started doing that this week but it was kind of a dud because all they did was they launched five games only available on the android app so two of them are stranger (laughs) things games that are like little tiny like short games and three of them are just like random little phone games that you can play through the netflix app and i'm just kind of like this is like the softest of launches you okay. could have possibly done. <laughs> it's also so cringy to me when like corporate companies just try and get involved in like every area of like financially profitable. Yeah, you're not a gaming media. Company. It yeah, it's just like, can you not? Can you yeah. stop? <laughs> There's already so many. Like it's one thing. It's one thing to make licensed games. Like they have properties that I would play games right, about. Right. You know, but to to like have game streaming when there's like gaming giants that are doing it so much better if you're going to do it you have to do it with a harder launch than this i feel like this is also kind of like them slowly becoming like facebook like monopolizing different industries by just like Mm. putting their foot in it or buying out their competitors maybe netflix isn't directly buying out their competitors but i mean like who knows? Maybe this will get really big and they'll be the next big thing in gaming. Then it's like, that's one more industry they have so much power over. It's just like, can you stop it? We'll see. I also have no clue why it's just Android. I'm like, what? As you said, the softest of launches. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> anyway. They were like, let's not put some fuck shit on iPhones. Yeah, I don't know. Flop. That's the entertainment news for this week. Well, thank you for that. Uh-huh. Um, Miss Ma'am is over here. <laughs> Shuri, chew quieter. She's like, no. Uh- um, <laughs> okay. Speaking of Wicked, as we were just talking about, I this is like one of the funniest things to come up in the last week is that people have started a petition for James Corden to be kept from being cast in the new Wicked movie, which I've seen like some hilarious TikToks. He's been like rumored to already have been cast. So this this petition is coming at a great time. But if you actually click the link that I have in our document, I'm going to read out what the petition looks like. (laughs) I'm I'm opening it now. (laughs) First of all, it has uh, 73,000 signatures. Oh my God. (laughs) That's dope. But let me read the description for you. James Corden in no way, shape, or form should be in or near the production of Wicked the movie. That's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally all that's on here. I think that that's absolutely hilarious. Um, 
And I agree. I'm sick of seeing him. He's not the only white man that's interested in musical theater. Also, like you can cast a black man that's James Corden-esque. I'm sure they exist. Who's Who else is on this movie? Hold on. I think that's all they've cast so far. I mean, like who's working on the movie? Oh, John Chu is the director. He did In the Heights and Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay okay so not looking good for black people (laughs) just being honest and then of course look at the in the heights interviews like yeah miss cynthia has she has her own issues not looking good Uh, miss ariana grande known black fisher my my girl has a different race every year Something's going on with your audio. Really? Wait, maybe you were just shouting and that's why. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, Wait. maybe. Um, I was saying Ariana Grande, known black fisher. <laughs> oh my God. Also, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess like the hashtag for 2021 is like hashtag not looking good for black people. Uh, <laughs> right? Like, let's be real. It's been a tough two years. <laughs> um so yeah that's happening i love it another thing that's happening that i think is funny but also annoying because you know i'm a wisconsin gal um aaron (laughs) Rodgers. aaron Rodgers is absolutely just like making himself look stupider and stupider every day and i feel like i was a little bit surprised but like the general consensus now is that like a lot of packer fans are pissed off at him really Yes, a lot of people are fans are conservative. I know. No, a lot of people are mad just because like he lot. Well, okay. I got into this little hustle. (laughs) But okay, I I would say this is considered lying. Because if you're using words to get around saying the actual answer, that's lying. (laughs) Right? Like. I got into a little tussle with my parents this weekend. They were like, he didn't lie. He just used this word. And I was like, if you have to justify his statement by saying he just used this word, that means he lied. Okay. How about you tell us what's going on? Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, come on y'all. So Aaron Rodgers is not vaccinated. He got COVID and he had to sit out um, Sunday's game, which I know some of y'all are not sports fans. So let me tell you. Sunday's game was the Packers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Wait, is that their team name? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs. And apparently this was like a huge game because it was like Rodgers going up against Patrick Mahomes, who's supposed to be like a really good quarterback. I don't know. I've heard some stuff that this year he's not really on top of his game, but nonetheless, they're a very difficult team to beat. So this was like a huge matchup. And then Aaron Rodgers got sticky because he's Uh, not uh, vaccinated and he'd been breathing in everybody's face. Um, (laughs) So he had to sit out and like, basically NFL rules are that like, you have to be vaccinated or like take, uh, I think everybody takes like COVID tests 10 days and 24 hours before a game. But I think they're like, there's like a different rule for people that are vaccinated. I don't know. But basically at the beginning of the year or the beginning of the season, they asked Aaron Rodgers, are you vaccinated? And how do you feel about vaccines? And he said, yeah, I've been immunized. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) And guess who his um, health consultant has been? Who? Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. The guy so who's homeboy, taking horse medicine. That's or whatever. literally what Aaron Rodgers meant by I've been immunized. He's taking no. horse antibiotics. No. Right. God damn. Yeah. Very gross. Um, on top of that, his fiance, Shailene Woodley, is defending him, of course, because she's like a flower child. Is that <sighs> offensive? Should I not say that? I don't know. I girl the thing with Shailene you had a moment there in like the early 2010s where you were a good actress and I think there's a reason why you haven't been in much lately (laughs) interesting um also though I also linked uh during this weekend's like cold open on SNL Pete Davidson 
was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and if you haven't watched it, I would highly recommend you go watch the cold open because Pete Davidson is Aaron Rodgers. First of all, is, just looks hilarious. Like, <laughs> the outfit that he had on is actually perfect. Like matched exactly what Aaron Rodgers was wearing during this specific interview. But the jokes were hilarious. Um, the internet's loving it. And people on TikTok have been making videos about it. It's just, it's funny, but also it's like, come on, dude, really? Also, if, if you're a Wisconsinite, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been irritating us for probably the last year and a half now. He's just... I think a lot of people are honestly, honestly, are low-key ready for him to go. Oh? Which is saying a lot because, like, you know, Wisconsinites and a lot of Midwesterners, like, worship that man. Yeah. He's a great athlete, but his head is, like, this big now. His ego, it's just getting to be too much. He's, like, becoming a California boy again, and we hate it. Mm-hmm. So, fuck you. know you, what else right. we hate? <laughs> what? The guy in your next story. Yeah. So speaking of stupid white men, um, <laughs> the thing I put on here was, is Chris Pratt self-aware? <laughs> um, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so as some of y'all may know, he posted a very creepy Instagram post. I really don't know what his actual intention was in making this post. Um, I still don't, but basically people were mostly upset about it because well people were upset about it one because it just seemed very possessive and creepy mm-hmm. and because he put in a line about his new wife giving him a beautiful healthy daughter and everybody just kind of felt like that's like a little bit of a jab towards his ex-wife Anna Ferris and their son that they have together who um was born premature and now is like disabled so it's just kind of like what are you really saying and also, I hate it when men are like, thank you for giving me a child. Like, right. Like, what the give f- you? No. Ugh. Yeah. There's a girl on TikTok who does like reading Chris Pratt's Instagram posts as women would hear them. And they're really oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. Love those. Um, but it's just like creepy and weird. And then the next day he was like, <laughs> I'm sad. I went to the woods and listened to Christian music. <laughs> I think I would feel better if I just put on my Christian music. And he said all this while wearing an American flag hat and an American flag hoodie. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what like, have you become? Honestly, I'm like, wh- like, what's going on? <laughs> you know what popped into my head? I don't know if you've ever seen like Parks and Recs. <laughs> Parks and Recs. Parks and Rec. Um... <laughs> bloopers. Bloopers. Okay. Bloopers. <laughs> um, one of them is like Chris Pratt making a cum joke about kim kardashian oh yeah i was just thinking about that chris pratt compared to this chris pratt (laughs) yeah i don't know bring back the old chris pratt but i also sent you that tweet from like 2011 he made about what he would do if he was a cop that was very not cool yeah i don't like why would i just i really want to know like when he wrote that was he like "Ah, ah, 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 ah." like because it's really not funny it was not it was not even like there was not a grain of, of yeah he of, he of he was like he was like oh they fired me the first day because i'd be shooting my gun and like asking questions later it's like okay yeah it's like what like that's not even that's if no that's one, supposed to be a no joke it's not funny, it's not funny. <laughs> nobody asked <laughs> <laughs> yeah chris pratt's annoying yeah i think i think he's he's done i mean you're done you're done. I literally can't rewatch any of the Guardians of the Galaxy films, even though I like them, because I don't want to look at his stupid face. <laughs> anyway, um, the last thing I want to talk about is kind of a music thing, but I feel like we can also acknowledge that music is a part of pop culture. And I don't know if you've seen the TikToks, but Silk Sonic just came out with a new song called Smoking Out the Window. And there's a line where Bruno Mars is like, this bitch. <laughs> way that he says it is so aggressive and now everybody's like making jokes about how like wasn't this the same guy that said he would catch a grenade for someone (laughs) people are like he threw that grenade back like if you just go to the tiktok sound of smoking out the window and just watch all the videos it's so funny everybody's like (laughs) i have to listen to the song first i haven't heard it yet the song is really really good i am dying for the album 
these two have proven that they are really good together. So like, let's make it happen. Hasn't it been um, like six years since Bruno's last album? Has oh. it? Hold on. Five? Oops, six? I actually spelled Bruno Mars with a Z. <laughs> that was a typo. Uh, 2010. No, no, that's not 2012, true. 2012, 2012, 2012. No, 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 no. It, it's, there's no way. 24-karat magic? Oh, no, sorry. That was 2016. Okay, These are so not in order. Years. These are not in order. Okay. <laughs> 2016, yeah, that was, that was a really good album, too. Ugh. This is a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's not a problem. <laughs> I was like, you're going to elaborate? <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> oh, my God. The problem is that a lot of people accuse Bruno Mars of, like, benefiting off of being racially ambiguous. If you don't know, he's Filipino and Puerto Rican. He's not Black, which a lot of people think that he is. Yeah. But he never is, like, I'm Black, you know? So it's, like, uh, it's hard. To, it's hard. Difficult subject. Yeah, it is. You know <laughs> life is confusing um so yeah that's all i have for pop culture i'm sure there was more that happened this week but i, I think enough happened we talked about right. a lot right enough enough yeah. everyone enough. stop happening but we got some media moments to talk about it's time for the media moment You're going first this week, so. I am? Yes, but we're both talking about this one, obviously. My media moment for this week was Eternals, duh. (laughs) (laughs) I had to add that on there. Um, I loved it. I thought, I mean, it, like, I would say this made it into my, like, top five, for sure. Uh, Of MCU films? Yes. I think so too. It might be teetering for me, but yeah, I was really, imp- I was surprised. I had my expectations low because of those whack-ass reviews. Right, right. But it was just kind of, I also like, while we were watching it, I was like, no, okay. Yeah, I get it. I see why they didn't like it because uh- I feel like, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I could, it, it's things that I think like a lot of people have, like you have to have a lot of emotional intelligence to kind of understand some of what they're like trying to get past. And I think as we know, a lot of those reviewers are, straight white men problematic um and (laughs) not to say that not every straight white man doesn't have emotional intelligence but like mm. (laughs) (laughs) like yeah so I really I appreciated all the like themes that I was able to pull out I really like how like intimacy was a reoccurring thing but intimacy separated from like sex and sexuality you know there was sex though there was sex but i mean like looking at the other two characters who you don't even see kiss but you can see that they have like an intimate relationship with each other yeah the other four characters sorry two separate couples yeah like i love that i love that they didn't Mm -hmm. have to kiss you know you still got it it was about a lot honestly i we texted a lot about it because we both saw the same night um yeah at the same time i loved I just loved how like patient it was. I've seen, because I mean, I get it. It's it's tempting to like judge every MCU film on the same, on the same uh, like qualifications, but I don't think it's appropriate to do so with this movie. I I mean, I guess there's something to be said for the fact that it is kind of an outlier, but I don't think that's inherently a bad thing. I like that after, what has it been, 26 movies or something more than that I don't know I like that we're getting something a little different in terms of like tone and pacing but it didn't feel too far off like I could still see like Avengers interacting with these characters oh for sure I was actually like thinking about that and I was like I'm looking forward to seeing some of the Avengers interacting with these characters hopefully yeah I think that my biggest problem was like the shoehorning in of humor in some moments not that the humor was bad, like some of it was fucking funny, but it would go from that to like seriousness very quickly, which mm-hmm. was a little jarring at some points. But other than that, I thought it was great. And yeah. Stan Makari, oh, mm-hmm. loved her. And people, um, I saw a TikTok about this. People are talking about how we've seen other folks with super speed in movies before, like Quicksilver and X-Men, The Flash, 
but this is the first time where we've we've seen a super speedster and they're never in slow motion which i thought i was like oh wait you're right like she was just always going fast the whole movie we didn't have to like slow down right. to see what she was doing and i, I think that's that like cool. something that a lot of people complain about like especially like dc movies not even with speedsters but just like with big action sequences in general is that they're very rarely like in real time and so yeah. i just like and not to say that like real time but like we always see shit in slow motion and it's just like it's so much better this way yeah it feels more visceral yeah so i also enjoyed it a, a nice surprise a nice surprise yeah so thank you to the dude bros for giving it bad reviews because it just made my experience better and okay. it still made a lot of money so <laughs> <laughs> uh okay should i talk about my media moment please do okay so two days after eternals i saw another film that i've been hotly anticipating called spencer this is the, it's not, it's not a biopic. It's a film about the weekend Princess Di decided to leave Prince Charles, right? It's Charles. They never say his name in the movie, actually. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, one thing I love that the film did right at the beginning, it said a fable based in truth. Because of course, we don't know what went on behind those closed doors during that weekend so there's lots of like making stuff up but it's Mm -hmm. all in service of I want to say the character of course princess Di was a real person but they form a whole character around her in this film yeah now the thing about this movie and this is like this is the performance makes or breaks a, a movie like this yeah I cannot say enough how fucking good Kristen Stewart is in this movie. And I'm like proud of her. And it's like a big fuck you to all the people that still think she's a bad actress because of the Twilight movies. Like, no, she can act like Personal Shopper, Clouds of Sils Maria, this movie. Like, I just, she can act. And the fact that she's finally getting this moment to fully shine, I'm like so proud of her. I really hope she clenches that Oscar. It's just incredible to me. It's really difficult I'm not an actor, but I'm assuming it's difficult when you're like a well-known performer and you're tasked with playing a well-known celebrity or historical figure, especially like Princess Di. Like this isn't, this isn't like Harriet Tubman. We don't know what like Harriet Tubman sounded like or how she dressed, you know, Princess yeah, Di, that's true. we know, like we know what she sounds like. We, we have tons of videos and all that shit. And the fact that mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart was still able to subsume herself so much into this role that legitimately by the end of the movie, I forgot it was Kristen Stewart. Wow. And there are some shots where she looks just like her. Cause they also gave her like hazel contacts. Mm, okay. Cra- wow. I was just so impressed. She's so good in this movie. And the movie itself is just really interesting because it's not what you would expect at almost every turn. It's not a fact-based like historical drama. It really is like a psychodrama about Princess Diana and her anxieties and her mental health. And of course, one of my favorite things, we have a queer reading coming into this movie. Cause basically one of her dressers, like the one that's basically like her only friend. Mm-hmm. Let's just say there's some there's some queer stuff going on there. And when oh. that when that came up in like the last third of the movie, oh trust, <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> it was like wow. queer reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the score is great. So I already knew yes. I was pretty much gonna love this because it's from the director of Jackie, which I think is a masterpiece. And yeah. it's very similar in a lot of regards, but That's recommend. Awesome. Yeah, recommend. I'm I am also very proud of Kristen Stewart. I it's funny that you said that because I actually when we were texting about it, I like typed out I'm so proud of her and then I forgot to hit send <laughs> and I saw it like hours later and I was like, "Oh, okay, I can't send that now." But like I was literally thinking the same thing, like, mm-hmm. "Good for her. I'm glad that this is happening cuz yeah, I think I've seen her and I've seen some other movies from her and that have been like really good and it's like, "Okay, I think it's time that we get beyond like the twilight era the like snow white era like <laughs> yeah like that was a decade ago literally a decade ago so yeah, i really people, hope 
people can grow. Yeah. I mean, I, I know she's going to get an Oscar nomination, but I hope she isn't prevented from getting a win by like close-minded Academy voters who still remember her from that era. Yeah. Cause it's true. I would love incredible. to see her get a win. Mm-hmm. Her accent is like flawless. I know she didn't do this. The costume department did, but the clothes are just immaculate in this movie. There's so many clothes. It's just three days, but there's so many clothes. There's so many clothes. The clothes are a plot point that she doesn't want to wear some of the clothes. clothes are they are. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So recommend, recommend. Amazing. What a good weekend for us. Okay, should we say goodbye? Let's. Okay. Have a good night. Have a good night, squad. Ew. No, see, it could have it could have been all well and good, and then you did that so (laughs) i ruined it yeah just end it